Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton and welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am so excited that you are back with me. And as you see, I have Zan Tyler back with me again. I know you guys have been able to enjoy a, a few other episodes that you've been on with me, Zan, and I'm so excited to have you back to just bring more encouragement to our audience. Um, it's really fun. I, I love talking to you. Oh, it's so good to be here, Yvette. I love talking to you too. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anytime, of course. You're one of those people that I'm like, okay, whenever you want to come back on the show, Zan, you just let me know. <laughs> Trying to coordinate our schedules is always tricky because you are one busy lady. But um, but it is such a joy to have you back. Uh, before we jump into our conversation, I want to thank CTC Math, our sponsor for this episode. They are a fantastic online math program. If you guys are looking for an online math program, try them out, ctcmath.com. You can test them out for free. See if they're a great fit for you and your family, ctcmath.com. Well, Zan, I am super excited to have you back. This is part of our homeschool survival series. And, you know, when we first started planning for this series, this was not one of those pillars that I was building the series on. And then as we started looking at uh, just our, our, the world of homeschooling and how we can help parents to be successful in their homeschool journey, and I was looking at some of the, you know, things that you're passionate about and that you talk about, and you were talking about. Um, creating a family vision. And I thought, oh, that's so important to do that. And so I thought we need to make this part of the Homeschool Survival Series. So we're going to talk about that this week. And I'm really excited. I, I think that this is a topic that maybe we don't think too much about creating a, a family vision. You know, we right. talk about homeschool planning all mm -hmm. the time, but not so much about what our vision is. And so Zan, I'm really glad to have you with me this week to talk about this. But for those of you who maybe you're new to the podcast, you don't know who Zan is, I'm going to let Zan very quickly introduce herself and who she is and what she does. Well, the most important thing about me for you to know probably is that we homeschooled our three children from kindergarten through high school for 21 years. When we started homeschooling, I was threatened with jail by the state superintendent of education. So it was really important for me to develop a, a, a sustaining vision mm -hmm. that kept us through eight years of lobbying and being in court. I think that's probably one reason I'm so passionate about this. And so I, I spent the first half of my homeschooling life, maybe the first 16 years, freedom fighting and starting and running a state organization. And then the last 20 years, really in Christian publishing, because I think we need an infrastructure and resources that give families staying power. And, 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 and it's just a real pleasure for me now to work with BJU Press Homeschool. Yeah, so great. You have been all over the place when it comes to homeschooling, um, physically and, you know, I want to say just, <laughs> just being there to help grow the homeschool community into what it is. For those of you who have seen the movie, which by the way, um, if you haven't seen the movie, go to schoolhouserocked.com. You will see Zan. Zan's a really important cast member in the movie. And I was talking about this recently that we we did not actually plan to have you as a cast member in the movie. And then God had a totally different plan and you happened to be at the right place at the right time. And God was like, here's Zan. And we did this interview with you and it's a really big part of the narrative of the film. So you'll see Zan in the movie, but so that you guys who are listening to this as a podcast, if you didn't know this, every single podcast episode we do, we put these out on YouTube as well. And so if you're just listening and you want to actually see Zan 
you can go to YouTube, go to our our YouTube channel. It's the Schoolhouse Rocked uh, YouTube channel. And you can watch this exact same interview um, as well as listen to it. And so that's a fun way to get to listen. I was talking to someone recently and she was like, I hear you talk about, you know, those of you who are watching and what does that mean? And I was like, oh, we have a YouTube channel. And I, apparently I forget to talk about that. So you can watch these interviews on YouTube or just listen to them, whatever is easiest for you. Um, but anyway, those of you who are watching, you will recognize Zan's face if you've seen the movie and um, it will be a great encouragement to you if you have not yet watched it. So, um, so let's talk about what it means to create a family vision, because this is different than just creating a vision. Right. Um, what does that mean? Well, you know, it didn't really hit home to me until I had a particular event occur in my life that I would really like to share with you if it's sure. okay, because it's a whole lot better than me just talking about the importance of a family vision. Sure. So Joe and I had started a state organization in 1990. And somewhere in the mid-90s, some people came to us and asked us to start a co-op, to which I said, no, I have my hands full. Thank you very much. (laughs) But they insisted, and we did, and it's still going, and my grandkids are a part of it now, which is really fabulous. And um, But I taught a public speaking and a worldview class to high school students in our co-op. And so just off the cuff one day in one of these classes, and these were great kids. I said, okay, so tell me why your parents homeschool you. Dead silence. Uh, I said, come on, you guys. Y'all are sharp kids. I know you know why your parents are homeschooling you. Why do you like homeschooling? Dead silence. I said, <laughs> okay, so your job, your only homework assignment for next week is to go home and interview your parents and come back with five reasons that they homeschool you and five reasons why you like being homeschooled. Yeah. So they came back and I used to do this with my kids. So I had a big whiteboard behind me Mm -hmm. and I drew a line down the middle and I put public reasons and private reasons. And so if they would say, oh, I like homeschooling because I can stay in my pajamas all day. And that was a private reason. (laughs) We're not going to talk about that with our neighbors or pastor or legislators. Right. And um, so, but it was just really a fun session. And we got to talk a lot about this vision for homeschooling, about your kids want you to know and love Christ most of all. And then all the reasons we all homeschool, I mean, there are thousands of reasons, it seems like. And it really hit me then that if the kids don't understand the vision, if they're not a part of it, if it's not a family vision for homeschooling, you're building in seeds of destruction, that's too strong of language, but you're not doing everything you can to shore up your the strength of your family and the strength of your homeschool. Yeah, I guess when we were going through so much legally and politically and legislatively, we had to talk about this all the time. And the right. boys, Lizzie was too young, but the boys lived at the legislature with me all the time. So it was our family vision and mission. And um, and just because of our circumstances, it became, I always wanted it to be a family vision for us, a family school, not just sure. something Joe and I were doing because we were called to it, but we didn't right. care what they thought. Right. And um, so it that really, uh, I, I was speaking in Arizona one time and they said, hey, would you do a workshop called pulling together in the same direction. And I thought that's what we want to do is we want to pull together in the same direction. 
that's the importance of a family vision, because if you're not pulling together, you're pulling against each other. And that can begin to pull the family apart. Yeah. As you're saying that, you know, one of the things that I was thinking was it's, it's that it's not that you're homeschooling to, you're not doing this to your children. You know, homeschooling is not something you do to your kids. It's something you do with your kids. And, and I've never thought so much about that before, um, but that's absolutely right. And I guess that's what it would look like to form this family vision is that this is something that you are doing together. And we do, you know, with our kids, of course, we talk right. all the time all the about time. Yes. why we do what we do. Um, but again, like, like us and like you, it's our world. You know, we podcast, we made a movie yes. where like our whole yes. world is homeschooling. We travel yes. and talk about homeschooling. And so our girls, I think, have a really clear understanding Mm -hmm, of that mm -hmm. we do this together. This is our family thing. We're not doing it to them, but with them. Right. But I think you're right. I think if a lot of people ask their kids, and this would be a great thing for our listeners to ask their children, you know, why, why do, why do you think I homeschool you? It would be really interesting to see what these kids answers are. One of the, and I've shared this before on the podcast, but one of the most incredible responses we've gotten from the movie is kids who have watched it with their parents. And after watching the movie, they've said to their parents, thank you for homeschooling me. I understand now why you've chosen oh, to do that's this. Amazing. That's it's fabulous. Absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. And it's crazy because we've gotten this response from several people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who are completely separate from one another. Right. And I we did not ex- mm-hmm. we didn't expect that response. That was not one of our target audiences. But it's been so exciting to see that these kids who maybe didn't even know that they had questions about why they were being homeschooled, all of a sudden their questions were answered and they're like, oh yeah, I get this. I understand now why we're doing this. So um, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Are you struggling with managing homeschooling your child on a day-to-day basis? BJU Press has a new homeschool planner that can simplify your homeschooling. With BJU Press Homeschool Hub, you can see your child's work for each day, track grades and grade assignments all in one organized system. The BJU Press Homeschool Hub can make your experience more manageable and more enjoyable. You can have the resources you need for painless planning and happy homeschooling. Visit BJUPressHomeschool.com to see how the Hub can improve your homeschooling. Are you ready to restore our constitutional republic? Patriot Academy is on the front lines of the mission to educate, train, and inspire millions of citizens to know and live their freedoms. With courses and materials from America's Constitution coach, Rick Green, Patriot Academy's Constitution training will equip you to be a leader in your community. You don't have to know anything about history, the Constitution, or the law to get started. The courses and coach training are free. Find a class today or sign up to be a Constitution coach at patriotacademy.com. Again, that's patriotacademy.com. We are back with Zan. Um, you know, it, when it comes to homeschooling, one of the things that we do is we're, we're constantly thinking about all of the academics, I think, you know, the phonics and the history and the science. And, you know, we're refereeing our kids. We're dealing with life around it. But, um, you know, I've heard you talk about before that one of the most important things in homeschooling is that we are doing kingdom work. And we talk about that, of course, all the time on the podcast. That is that is our mm-hmm. end goal. And so how do we keep our focus? I want you to talk about like really narrow down what does a family vision look like? So now we understand why we need to have it. And I love that story about you having that classroom full of kids and asking them that question. But what does it really look like to have a family vision? You know, I have to say that for me, 
it was a long time coming because when we first started homeschooling, my vision was to get my child at his prime for first grade. We were just holding him (laughs) back a year. That was my vision. But the Lord was giving me verses along the way that first year, and I wrote all those things down. I, I would give anything. Somebody said, write down your philosophy of education. It wasn't great. It was a page. But I would get it out and read it like every other day to remind myself. Wow. Because things were so tough. Yeah. And uh, and so over the years, I just feel like the Lord has been very faithful to increase my vision for homeschooling. Because when we know the whys, we mm-hmm. can stay in there and learn the hows. So yeah. when um, I wrote a book my last year, my 21st year of homeschooling called Seven Tools for Cultivating Your Child's Potential. And I think I did that then because while my whole homeschooling life was flashing before my eyes, you know, as Lizzie was graduating, I wanted to get out my apologetic of homeschooling. Mm -hmm. So that book really, and we'll talk about some of those things tonight, is my vision or my apologetic. But as I was researching, and I love to research, I found this statement from the Harvard Founding Fathers, and I just want to read it to you because if you're looking for a corralling family vision for home education, I think it doesn't get better from this. I keep it on my computer screen because I read it every day still. Wow. Um, Let every student be plainly instructed and earnestly pressed to consider well the main end of his life and studies is to know God and Jesus Christ, which is eternal life, and therefore lay Christ at the bottom as the only foundation of all sound knowledge and learning. Wow. Isn't that powerful? Yes. And I thought, okay, that's what I want for my kids. I want Christ to be laid at the foundation of their education and in their entire life. And, yeah. and so I can remember as we homeschooled, my, you know, my, my list would grow. It's to love Jesus. Then it was to have an education that was really fit and tailored for them. Then I realized that it's okay to spend time building a strong family. That's part of your educational plan and vision. Mm-hmm. Um, become, having a servant's heart was really important for us that our kids had that, that we were always actively involved in serving families in our church and in our community. And that was a really big part of our curriculum. And then I wanted them to be active, involved citizens. And so those ended up being my personal goals or vision within that Harvard statement. Yeah. You know, so. That's so cool. And I love that every homeschool family gets to set those those standards for themselves because every family is different, you know, and and we all have our own unique abilities and talents and gifts and, uh, you know, just passions for life. You know, some are very involved in, you know, the pro-life movement. Some are very involved in their church. Some are involved in just their local community, whether it's, you know, feeding the homeless or whatever that looks like what's important to you is what becomes your family vision, right? Yes, that's right. Your your piece of kingdom building work. That's right. Right, right. Do you have, you mentioned that you had some scripture that you would look to when you were creating this. Do you have any of those off the top of your head? You know, I do. It's funny because when I started homeschooling, there were two verses the Lord gave me. He was so sweet to give me these verses. So I'm going to try to do them justice without having them in front of me. You would think I could say them backwards uh, after (laughs) all these years. Um, One is Hebrews 11.7. 
And this is when God told Noah to build an ark. I mean, and it says, and no, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I got to read this. That's okay. <laughs> Let me just open up it, the word of God. <laughs> yes, I know. It's, I, I just don't, there's some things I don't want to mess up. And this yep. is one of them. Yep. Um, I love the the sound of the pages flipping. <laughs> it's so funny. You are so sweet. Well, you don't hear that anymore. It's so interesting. You know, years ago when you would sit in church and the pastor would say, okay, let's all turn to Hebrews 11. And you would hear the flipping of all the pages. And now people just pull out their cell well, phones. Their phone, and <laughs> yes, yes, that's exactly right. Well, thank you for being patient with me. Of course, while, of course. I flip those pages. So this is Hebrews 11, 7, by faith, Noah when warned about things not yet seen, in holy reverence built an ark to save his family. Mm. And, you know, I, that's, I was responding to God in faith to homeschool. I mean, it was very little faith. Sure. It was mustard seed faith, you know, but it was faith. Uh, and it was for the salvation of my family. And I just, I, stu- I started studying Noah and learned that probably 75 to 85 years he's building the ark plank by plank. He's experiencing ridicule, Mm -hmm. but he's responding to God's call. And it wasn't a popular call. And he, so, and and that's just how I felt. And it was like the Lord kept saying, Zan, keep laying that plank, laying that plank, laying that plank. And I can remember when we got to the high school years, I thought, Lord, I am ready to get off of this ark. I mean, this was homeschooling in the mid nineties in high school. It just wasn't a thing. And I was worried about my boys getting to college. And God said to me, you know, Zan, who opened the door to let Noah off the ark? Uh. I did. Noah didn't decide when to get off the ark. Yeah. And he said, I'll tell you when it's time for you to get off this ark I've called you to build. And, you know, so it's just been my, it's been my precious verse that's kept me going. Yeah. And, um, and then, so the other one is a little bit funny, but it was really serious to me. And it's the next verse, Hebrews eleven eight by faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. Mm. And I would tell the Lord every morning for the first year I was homeschooling. Okay, Lord, you've called me to do this. I'm going, I don't have any idea where I'm going. Mm. And um, and then it was all these precious, the, the quote from J.R.R. Tolkien, not all who wander are lost. And right. All the things the Lord just taught me yeah. about, as my um, Scottish pastor used to say, going from A, from point A to Z is not always a straight line when you're a believer. Yeah. And so, so those were two, two of my most precious verses. Yeah. What an incredible reminder to just know that all we have to do is step forward in faith and trust the Lord Mm -hmm. to guide our steps, right? We don't have, we don't, we don't have to know what it's going to look like in the end. And even as we're creating a family vision, right? We, Uh we look at the end, we take the end. We actually talked about this recently when we were talking about classical education, but you, you look at the end goal and you plan backwards from there. Yes. And that's the same thing with creating a family vision is you look at the end goal. Where do you want your kids? What do you want them to be as adults? Where do you want them to be as husbands, as wives, as citizens? And then you work your way backwards from there. And that's what you're going to use to create your family vision, right? Because we we need to know where the end goal is. What are we striving for with our kids? Is it that they're going to 
have this amazing education so they can go to an amazing college so they can get an amazing job and have a lot of money and have a really big house and nice cars and great vacations? Or is it that they're going to serve the Lord with everything he's given them? Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. and, and, and either of those roads could take them to that. You know, yes, lots of right. Christians have very nice homes, but they use those for God's glory. Yes, that's right. And that's okay. That's, that's not right. a bad thing or a wrong thing. Um, but yeah, what is it that we want for our kids? And so we're out of time, but tomorrow we're going to come back and I want to really um, kind of dissect how to create a family vision. And we're going to give some examples this week of what some family, I actually went online and I looked up some other family visions from some other homeschool families. And so I want to share some of those. Um, And we're we're just going to continue to dig a little bit deeper into this. But before we do that, I do want to say this. If um, for listeners who have been tracking with us, listening to the podcast back in January, Abby and I did an episode on just kind of resetting the new year. And one of the things we talked about was not to allow things to become your thing that stresses you out as a homeschool parent, as a homeschool mom, because there are so many things that just are like, oh, now we have to do this thing. And if we don't do this thing, we're not doing it right. We're somehow messing up. Don't allow this to become your thing. It's important to know where we're going. It's important to know how to get there. It's important to pray as we talk about all the time about how, you know, what God is speaking to you, what you want your family to look like. But it's okay if you do not have a written, framed family vision on your living room wall that's perfectly worded. It's okay. Don't allow this to become your thing. But you can still do this and know where you're headed and how you're going to get there with your husband, with your kids, and do it as a family. So um, yeah, thank you, Zan, for sharing with us this week. This is really fun. I love love talking about all things homeschooling and Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Amen to that. Thank yes. you. Yeah, of course. We will be back on Wednesday to talk more about this. Again, if you guys haven't seen the movie, go to schoolhouserocked.com. Find it there. You can see Zan in the film um, and get all the encouragement that you need, answer all of the questions that you have about homeschooling. Have a great afternoon and we'll see you back here then. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.